What it means is that, hmm, are you here? The creative will, creative energy, and creative act all reside in Him. Everything that was created was created according to the sphere of His personality. Everything created, listen, was created according to the sphere of His personality. You know what it means? Everything that is created bears his signature, bears his imprint, bears his DNA. His the location, the sphere. So everything, the sphere, actually was created according, according to his personality. The sphere of his personality. So that is to say that the stars, the moon, the trees, the stones, everything has his DNA, has his imprint, has his signature everything has him because they were all created according to the sphere of his personality actually they were all created to declare him and to reveal him everything that there is why did god make the river create the river what is the reason for river to reveal a part of him why how would you have understood the river of life if there was no river Jesus is the river of life. How would you have understood him if there was no river? How would you have understood that Jesus is the son of righteousness if there was no sun? How would you have known him as a bright and a morning star if there were no stars? How would he have been the innocent lamb, the lamb of God, if there was no lamb? And how would he be, have been the lion of the tribe of Judah in the resurrection if there was no lion? everything was created the stars the moon the heavens declare the glory of god and the firmament his handiworks day unto day uttered speech and night unto night showed knowledge everything was made to manifest him in romans 1 verse 20 the bible tells us that the invisible things of him from the beginning of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things which are made can you imagine even the godhead and his eternal power the invisible things of him the things we cannot see <laughs> the bible says they are declared unto us by the things which are made you see the tree jesus is the tree of life the tree was made to reveal him because you see the man is incomprehensible the man is ineffable <laughs> you cannot grasp he is wide he is high so all things were created to just reveal an aspect of him everything that they race was to declare an aspect of him everything bears his dna everything bears his imprint from government to the remotest galaxy everything was done made created to declare him from the tiniest electron hallelujah to the constellations everything 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 even the stone how will you have understood him as the chief cornerstone if there was no stone? How would you have known him as a precious stone if there was no stone? How would you have known him as a tribe stone if there was no stone? That is why all the types in the Bible, from the hyssop to the cedar, all of it speaks of Jesus, his wonderful personality. Everything, including the fish, everything, 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 that's Jesus. Is it not wonderful? If you like, just go out and just look around. Everything bears his signature. Just go outside. Everything, even here. Don't go outside. Even here. Look at this light. He's the light of the world. 
Why do you eat bread? He's the bread of life. <laughs> if he had made no bread, thank God he made us bread so we can be satisfied. Then we'll know that he's our satisfaction. <laughs> he's the bread of life. And when he said he was a bread of life, I like it. Because in every nation under the sun, there is bread. For instance, look, Fufu. How many places, nations can you find Fufu? If you want Fufu, you have to, you have to meet a Ghanaian. <laughs> the Bible never said he's a Fufu of life. Because Fufu cannot be found in different places. It can't <laughs> because he wasn't born in Ashanti region. <laughs> and what food again? Wachi, Tuazafi. That would make him a Ghanaian. But when he sees he's the bread of life, he's, bread is a universal sustenance. Every nation under heaven. So we can everything. He foreknew it. So he created the things that can re reveal and declare who he is. I'm telling you because in all of eternities, we'll never, ex we'll never fully exhaust the knowledge of who God is. Even, in the, even those who are in heaven are still learning about God. Even Paul is still learning about God. Moses is learning about God. Enoch is still learning about God. And in eternity, we'll never finish learning about God. It is higher than the earth. It's from the heavens. It's higher. So all things that he created was to declare an aspect of him. How much more living beings, how much more living personalities, we're all made to declare him. Hallelujah. According to the sphere of his personality. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, so in him were all things created. In the heavens and upon the earth. Invisible, invisible. Thrones, dominions. You know why he says thrones, dominions, principalities, powers? Because you see, the Colossians had problems. They were false teachers who had infiltrated the church. Gnostic teachers. Gnostic teachers. And some of them were teaching that we need the mediation of angels to access God. You see? So in chapter 2, he even spoke of watch the worshiping of angels. And he's saying that, you people, all this hierarchical authority, authority in the doctrine of angels you are propounded, all of these authorities were sourced by him. He created them. What are you talking about? All these angels were created by Jesus. In him, he's the source of, of them. All these authorities and the powers that be, visible and invisible, so we are talking about constitutional authorities, military powers, hmm. dominions, thrones, all of it invisible, invisible. Talk about Napoleon, Alexander, Caesar, Obama, all of them. Every authority that has been, the powers that be, they were created by him and for him. Praise God. And look at it again. All things, the last part, where have been created through him and unto him. So he is not just the location in the sphere, he is the medium. If I ask you through him, if I ask you, how did you come to this meeting? By which means you go like, oh, Uber. So you came through the medium of what? Uber. Or how did you talk to your brother? The phone. So the phone was a means. Jesus, he's not just the place of creation.
He's the means of creation. So, the word dear, often we created through him, means he's the instrumental cause, the intermediate agent. He's the active instrument through which all things came into being. Hallelujah. Then, so in him, through him, and unto him. Like King James says, for him and unto him. Now listen. Are you here at all? Now look at the last part. All things have been created through him and, and unto him. What does it mean that it is unto him? That means he's the end purpose of everything. Everything created, he's the reason for everything that has been created. Just go outside and look around. Everything you can see, Christ is the reason. <laughs> the reason for everything that is created, including any, every human being working on earth, you can see. He's the reason. He's the end purpose. That's why King James said, for him. For him. Now, look at that verse very well. The word created occurs how many times in the verse? How many times do you see the word created in the verse? Twice, is that not so? Okay. Now, there's a key there that will make us understand the text. Now, the first word created, now, it's in a different tense from the second word created. And it unlocks the meaning. Now, the first word created is used in what is called the aorist tense. The second word created under here is used in perfect tense. And let me explain the difference between aorist tense and perfect tense. Aorist tense is like past tense. Something that is done in the past, that's all. Something that is, has happened in the past. It is historical. It's in the past. That's aorist. Praise God. So we are saying that in him, everything was created. That is far, far, far back. It happens once and for all has been created but what is perfect tense perfect tense means that the thing has happened in the past but it has a continuous ongoing effect in the present are you here it happened in the past though but it has a continuous ongoing effect in the present so what does it mean so in him were all things created far back everything was created in him it's a statement of fact it's a historical fact but now he says all things are created through him and unto him. Perfect things. That means that it, it was done, but it's still happening. Now, what does it mean? Now, another word here is all things. Tapanta. Now, all things, we're not just talking about physical things that have been created. Because he mentioned principalities. He mentioned powers. These are not abstract things. Visible, invisible, angels, everything. They are for him. You know what is happening so perfect tense means it's still ongoing it's still ongoing what it means is that everything that is happening today is for his reason and it's for him example your children who are yet to be born are for him your marriage next year is for him the business you're about to start is for him because you see the tense is something that is ongoing and the word is tapanta, everything including living beings, including abstract things everything there is, anything called thing is unto him so your marriage so what it means is that he is the reason the intent for everything so the reason for your marriage is him 
the reason for your business is him the reason for your children is him the reason for your school is him the reason for the money that is coming tomorrow is him the reason for your service in church is him the reason for your mother-in-law is him your father-in-law is him the reason for your house is him he's the reason for everything that there is the reason for the nice cars that are coming is him the reason for your car is him the reason for your shoe is him the reason for your dress is him the reason for everything you have is him hallelujah is him my oh my the reason for the government is him the reason for education is him the reason for art and media is him the reason for politics is him the reason for science is him the reason for families is him the reason for sport is him the reason for entertainment is him is him but creation doesn't know him is him the reason for things that happen and that is happening and that shall happen anything at all called anything is him it doesn't only bear his imprint he didn't only source it is unto him for his reason because they are for him but you see we don't see it now it's as if where is the lord at all in the world it's because something has happened what has happened for the creature itself was made subject unto vanity not willingly but by reason of him who has subjected it understand creation has made subject to vanity the word vanity is matayotis which is not just futility but matayotis actually means of no purpose loss of direction of no purpose and loss of direction brethren creation is in slavery <laughs> it's in corruption it's in bondage creation has lost its purpose lost its direction men cannot fathom that the reason for their marriage is jesus men don't know that the reason for their business is jesus you see the reason for their cooperation is actually jesus the reason for education is jesus that is the original that is the creator's blueprint for all things because he did it for himself he is the manufacturer and this is for me and this is why i made it but something has happened somewhere because there is corruption you think people are happy look at what that is happening people are doing things for themselves they are in slavery the bible calls that corruption anything that is not for his namesake is corrupted it has deviated from its original imprint and mandate and dna everything is for him but now satan has become the god of this age and why did the hidden rage and the people imagine a vain thing why did the rulers gather together and why did the kings gather together and take a counsel a counsel against the lord saying let us break his cord from us let us cut his bands asunder he's the reason for government by government is against the lord he's the reason for the powers that be the bible says whether they be thrones whether they be thrones or principalities or powers visible invisible whether the powers that be in the human realm or in the celestial or the spiritual realm they are by him and they are for him and they are for his reason but something has happened death plagued the human race and man has lost his purpose man has lost his reason 
Man do not know the reason for money. Man do not know, know the reason for wealth. Man do not know the reason for his existence. He's just co coexisting merely in this ecosystem. Just living, living, living and to die. The main purpose has been thwarted. The main purpose has been aborted. But thank God for the Holy Scriptures that make us see. Brethren, the Bible said that the endless expectation of the creature awaited for their manifestation of the sons of God. For the creation itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the liberty of the glory of the sons of God. For we know that the whole world groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. Listen, the world is groaning. The world is in pain. It's groaning. But once upon a time, it has been prophesied that there will be a liberation of creation from slavery into glory when the sons of God manifest. Brethren, all that is happening in this world is corruption and slavery. Men are living for themselves. They are in slavery. There is an invisible king called Satan who is their ruler and businesses are serving him education is serving him because creation is in bondage and corruption but one of these days there is coming a liberation and this bondage shall be broken asunder because the sons of God are coming to maturity and because the light is going to break forth as the morning and because we will take their place as the rulers and the Bible said and saviors shall come up on Mount Zion and they shall judge the Mount of Esau and the kingdom shall be the Lord and I shall return and rebuild again the tabernacle of David which is falling down I will raise it up and restore the ruins as in the days of old that the remnant of Edom might seek after the Lord something will happen upon the earth that will usher us into the glorious millennial reign and Jesus himself shall reign upon the earth and the king shall reign in righteousness and princes shall rule in justice in his days shall the righteous flourish and abundance of sea so abundance of peace so long as the moon endureth and his dominion shall be from sea and to river and to the ends of the earth and Jesus himself he shall come who in his days he shall show who is the blessed and the only potentate the king of kings and the lord of lords behold he cometh with cloud and every eye shall see him and they also which pierce him and all the families of the earth shall wail because of him hey he is caught with a vesture dipped in blood and his name is called the word of god and on his thigh is a name king of kings and lord of lords and he treadeth the one price of the fierceness of the wrath of god the king is coming he's come to destroy them that destroy the earth he is the original owner he has come to take over what is his because the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in the field the which when a man has found for joy thereof he goeth and selleth all that he has to buy that field jesus bought the field and the field is the world everything belongs to him he is coming to bring absolute liberation and redemption for humankind and for mankind and mankind shall be liberated and all shall serve god from the least even to the greatest and the new covenant shall be reinstated the king cometh the king cometh the glory will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea this is the reason for creation
Jesus is the center. Jesus is the means. Jesus is the reason. Jesus is the centrality. It is Jesus. But men have not known in whom the God of this age has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Many have been blinded. They have not known the reason for all things. But brethren, in him we live, we move, and we have our being. Life is Jesus. This is life eternal, that they may know him, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Life is Jesus. Life is Christ. It's all about Jesus. It's all about him. He is the essence. He is the reason. He is the purpose. Listen, my marriage is for Jesus. My money is for Jesus. My career is for Jesus. My business is for Jesus. My home is for Jesus. Whatever I do is for Jesus. He is the reason. I align myself to the ultimate purpose. I align myself to the ultimate reason hey it's not about us it's not about me it's about him i am crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not i but christ liveth in me the life that i now live in the flesh i live by the faith of the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me all of us seek a tale. all seek their own interest and not that which is the lord jesus we are men of understanding. We are men of insight. We are men of knowledge. We have known. We have seen. We comprehend. We grasp. We receive understanding. The riches of all understanding. The all things is about Jesus. It's 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 about Jesus. This know also Timothy that in the last days men shall be lovers of their own selves. Men are going to be self-absorbed. Men will be self-occupied. Men will be self-occupied, self-absorbed, self-focused. It's all about me, all about self. But brethren, brethren, we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus, Jesus Christ the Lord. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. When it's about Jesus, it's beautiful. When it's about Jesus, it's glorious. It's about Him. Him. Come on. Give everything you have to Him. You give Him everything you have. Listen, He is the original owner. <laughs> Legally transfer the ownership. He's the real owner. Whatever you have is his. Come on, give it to him. You are bought with a prize. You are bought with a prize. Therefore, glorify God with your body and the spirit, which are the laws. Your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. And ye are not your own. Ye are not your own. Nothing of you is yours. Nothing of you is yours. Come on, give him. Give him everything. When it's for him, it's nice. When it's his, it's beautiful. Come on, give it to him. Give it to him. Give him. Shabarash. Shabarash. Give him. Give him your time. Give him your time. Give him your life. Give him your money. Give him your son. Why are you troubled about that rebellious son? Give him and just relax. 
Glory to God. All is unto Him. <laughs> all is unto Him. He is the heir of all things. The heir of all things. All is for Him. Thank you, Jesus. That in all things he might have the preeminence. He must have the first place. He must have the first place in your marriage. He must have the first place in your finances. He must have the first place in your business. He must have the first place. The Father will that Christ will be preeminent. He's a preeminent one. He must be first with your money, the first in your time, the first with your business, the first, the first, the first. If he's not the first, he's nowhere. He must be the first. If you take your money, do you set his aside for the first? He is the first in all things. He must have the preeminence. He must have the chief place, the chief place, the chief place. Glory to the Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, you are worthy. You are worthy. What an honor to acknowledge you as a preeminent one in our lives. What an honor to put you first in our business, first in our home, first in our marriage, first in our ministry, first not unto us, not unto us, O oh Lord, but unto thee we give glory for the truth and the mercy sake lord we invite you take the first place and the preeminent place in our lives to him alone be glory in jesus name hallelujah can you please be seated thank you jesus 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 thank you lord Verse 17. Colossians. We are in verse 17. So, verse 16 says, All things were created through him and unto him. It continues and said, Verse 17. Oh, can you see what is written here? Oh, but can you read it? Do you know who he's talking about? Can you just, just read it in the spirit? Just, just, just look at it. <laughs> this is Jesus. <laughs> he is before all things. Ah. Ah. He is before all things. <laughs> now listen, in the Greek there's a personal pronoun. This is how it is read. In the Greek there's a personal pronoun. It goes like this. And he himself is before all things. That's the Greek. There's a personal pronoun to give import and emphasis. And he himself is before all things. And he himself is before all things. Some people think that Jesus was the first to be created. No. He himself. He is the one who pre-existed existence to bring forth existence. He pre-existed it. He is before it. He himself is before all things. Listen, he doesn't live in eternity. He, eternity lives in him. <laughs> now, eternity lives in him. He is the remote existence from of old. 
when he was lying down and I heard a still small voice the Lord spoke to me he says I am the remote existence from of old I am the remote existence from of old he is existence and he now he first brought forth eternity before he brought forth time and God in his unconfined endlessness enfolded himself into that little space called eternity <laughs> he enfolded himself self into that little space called eternity and revealed himself as the word of God then he stepped into time, revealed himself as the son of God. How, haven't you read, and thou, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth has been from everlasting, from ancient of days, whose goings forth, King James, actually whose coming unto us has been from ancient of days. He has been coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why he brought forth eternity and from eternity he had to step into time listen he enfolded himself into that little space called eternity and for he to be in heaven is a condescension that that humblest thyself to behold the things which are in heaven is that he humbles himself it sounds he has to humble himself for the creator to subject himself into his creation himself he's before i like it when jesus said the father abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad your critics normally don't listen well always your father abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad and they said ah what are you talking about you are not even 50 and you say have you seen abraham he didn't say he has seen abraham he said abraham saw him the critics don't listen well Abraham, he's the greater. He's the greater. Abraham is the lesser. Abraham saw him. Not that he saw Abraham. Who is Abraham? Abraham saw him. <laughs> he's before all things. Mama Yandala. He's before all things. And look at the next one. Hama Shokatalabashanana. No, not 18, 17. We've not finished 17. And by him all things consist. Let, let me read from ASV and see what, what it happens, what it says. And in him all things consist. Hmm. Listen. He is before all things. He himself is before all things. And in him all things consist. Now the word consist is not consist. Literally are held together. All things are held. Some of your versions will tell you. All things are held together. For he is before for he himself is both all things and in him all things are held together <laughs> so he's the one who he didn't only source creation he preserves and sustains it he preserves creation and sustains it not just creation all things now in him all things are held together brethren do you know that the earth you are sitting on is hanging have, have you never read that he stretched the knot over an empty place and hung the earth upon nothing in Job 26? The earth is hanging. The moon is hanging. The sun is hanging. But haven't you read in, in Hebrews 1-3 that he upholds all things by the word of his power? He's the one sustaining and holding all things by the word of his power. Now, 
Jesus is the principle of adhesion in the universe. And the principle of cohesion in the universe. Now, you know what it means. He's the one who holds all things together. Listen. Jesus is the force behind the earth imaginary axis. The power of gravity. He is the force behind gravity. He is the force behind centripetal. He is the force behind centrifugal. He is the force behind the stars in their courses. He is the force behind the constellations. The heavenly orbs running in their specific orbits. These luminaries. He is the force that holds all of them. Listen, science at best has not been able to tell the force that is behind atoms. How come atoms are held together? Because it's negative, negative. They shouldn't be held together. Science still doesn't know how. Which mystery is this? How can atoms be together? But I came to announce to you that there is one who is the principle of adhesion in the universe. By him, all things are held together. He is the force behind atoms. <laughs> Hallelujah. All things is all things. He holds them together. Maliyah is there. He holds all things together. Hallelujah. Will you allow him to hold your life together? Praise God. Just allow him. Jesus is the super glue that binds marriage together. <laughs> I'm telling you. Sometimes when people are going to get married many people marry for different reasons i was telling some people that you don't marry because you want to you want to get happiness you don't marry because you want to find happiness you marry to give happiness now, as only two couples two people are coming together and my notion Charlie, i want to just marry to be happy the other person i want to marry to be happy he's coming to receive happiness the other one who's come to receive happiness so we've all come as receivers who is there to give and this whole thing will end in frustration and depression <laughs> that's what happens depression and frustration everyone is there to receive you don't marry because you are starving from a certain need and you think your marriage will be the solution to that need that means you are entering into the marriage as a patient needing a doctor and you are thinking that your spouse will be a physician enough to help your need <laughs> actually you, you don't even marry because you are lonely <laughs> because you see loneliness is magnified by marriage some of the loneliest people on earth are married people <laughs> Marriage is not a cure for loneliness. Marriage exposes loneliness. But man of God, how about Adam? God said it was not good for him to be alone. Thank God he was alone but not lonely. The word alone is an old Hebrew word which is all in one. All one. That's where you get the word alone. In etymology, all one. Adam was all one because when God finished creation, he put all in Adam. God didn't create all of us. It was one creation. All of us were in Adam. We're all seminally in Adam. That's why when Adam sinned, we had all sinned because he genetically transmitted sin through his procreation. All of us were in him. Hallelujah. 
we are born at different times but we are created once so adam was the only one of his kind so god said no he's all in one he, he needs a counterpart out of him to fellowship with him so god saw adam adam was too happy he was so happy adam was so fulfilled that god said my son needs to share this happiness with someone else let him get him a wife that's why you should marry you should marry because you are so full whole complete you are entire you are so happy that you need someone to share the happiness with so enter into the marriage as a giver <laughs> not as a patient <laughs> hallelujah but you see every marriage must have a third party his name is jesus now listen i'm here my wife is here but if jesus is not in the middle i would now start drawing from her how much can i give even me myself i need help <laughs> how much can i give and she is drawing how much can how much can she give so we draw from but when you allow jesus just to take the center place when he's the super glue and you allow him and his way things will work because he's the principle of adhesion in the universe <laughs> he's the super glue listen he binds everything he holds all things together he can hold your body together he can hold your tissues your cells every fiber of your being he can hold your joints your marrow your blood circulatory system every part of you he can hold and fix everything together and your body will be healthy if you allow jesus in your family he will hold your family together listen we are in the last days and the bible said that in the last days there will be no natural affection in timothy 3 verse 3 second timothy 3 verse 3 men will have no natural affection the word is astogos astogos you know what it means there will be no family devotion family ties will be broken men will not be committed again to their families when i say men i'm not just talking about the male but commitment to families will be broken commitment to family ties will be broken so that kind of bonding among families will be normal they'll be segregated separated everyone is minding his own business we are all married to social media and our phones and we are all we are all busy but you see if you allow him in the midst if you, he will bind your family together hallelujah he's a super glue that binds families together praise god because he holds not some things but all things tapanta is all things hallelujah this is the reason he's the firstborn now look at the next verse we'll end in verse 18 let's see verse 18 and he is the head of the body there's also a personal pronoun here and he himself is the head of the body now listen from 16 to 17 was a description of his preeminence over the old creation 18 is his preeminence over the new creation let me explain that in all things he might have the preeminence that is whether in the old creation or the new creation he should have the first place god ordained that jesus should have the first place in the old when i say the old creation i'm talking about the physical universe the physical world angels powers authorities and everything there is the second creation is the church the church is a new creation of the second creation he ordained that christ should also be the preeminent one in the church hallelujah so he's heading the first creation he's heading the second creation He's the head of the first creation because the Bible says that and he are completing him who is the head of all principality and power. So he is the headship of all principality and power. 
and he gave him to be the head over all things so he's the head over all things you see so over the old creation the head of the old creation the head over the nations it's not biden it's jesus it's not joe biden it's jesus the head over the government is jesus the head over the affairs is everything is jesus <laughs> hallelujah praise god praise god praise god so jesus is the federal head today he's the federal head both the, of the first creation and the second creation as the last adam he's not the head of the first creation as a second as as the second man he's the head of the new creation praise god and who's the new creation you listen so god has only two creations he created first all things in adam there are only two creations one in adam one in christ how come when adam sinned, creation underwent a change Cre the creation sin how come his son affected ozone layer and plants in the field because it's the man when his spirit underwent a change creation underwent a change when he rebelled against god creation rebelled against him now we have the next federal head which is christ so christ is heading all the church but thank god the bible says that and he's the head of the body the church this is a mystery the mystery of the body how did it come in jesus has a physical body on earth he had a physical body on earth but the church is also his body which body is this it's a mystical body is that not so it's a mystical body how did it come into being through resurrection I know you know it and some man will say how are the dead raised and with what body do they come thou fool that which thou sowest is not quickened except it dies and that which thou sowest thou sowest not the body that shall be but bear grain or it may chance of wheat for god giveth every seed its own body now if you sow a corn you are not sowing the body that shall be you are sowing it as it is but through the death process as it is terminated it is also germinated so the germination brings forth what new kennels and a new body that's the principle so paul is saying that you someone is if anyone is doubting the resurrection take him to the farm that's what paul is saying see some man will say how are the dead raised i don't believe in the resurrection paul says oh thou fool and paul now uses the principle of germination of seeds to prove the resurrection so, that fool that what so seek what god for god to let us know the resurrection he gave us a seed principle you put it there and when it grows look at the corn it doesn't come as it died it comes with new grains new kennels hallelujah it doesn't come as one it comes as a mass reproduction so the church is the mass reproduction of christ that's why the bible says that jesus died as the only begotten son but he was risen as the first begotten the only son is not the first son the only son is not the first son because there are other sons so now we are the many grains of christ we are the mass reproduction of christ so if you look at the corn the corn has a new body so we are not the mystical body of christ and the bible says that he is the head of the church listen oh I like it. You know the head of the church? You know the head of the church? It's not any archbishop, any pope, any cardinal, any deacon, any. You know the head of the church? The head of both the local church and the universal church. 
you can say this is my church who told you it's your church you are not ah, you are not it's not your church it's his church he's the head <laughs> yeah the church is not yours it cannot be yours it's too big don't handle the church as though you're, you're handling your money in your pocket one anyway one day you will answer before the, the rightful owner yeah some people behave as if they died for the church <laughs> but only one man died for the church only jesus died. he is he is the head there's no other head hallelujah praise the lord and, and look at what he says who is the beginning the beginning here is in relation to the church not creation who is the beginning because there was a beginning he is the one who sourced us the church and he began it through his resurrection he began it he's the beginning the firstborn from the dead now the firstborn has come again uh-huh. yeah firstborn from the dead <laughs> firstborn has come again you know what it means he's the first to rise from the dead not to die again He is the first to resurrect. Nobody ever resurrected. Christ is the first fruit of the resurrection. Nobody ever resurrected. All who came from the dead were resuscitated. <laughs> when Lazarus came back, Lazarus died again. <laughs> all those who came from the dead, even Elijah, Elisha, they all died again. They were not resurrected. Because resurrection cannot die. It comes with a new body. <laughs> It cannot die <laughs> brethren he is the first he's the beginning of the church and he's the head of the church can you imagine angels hearing these things they are excited because it's about jesus <laughs> even though they have heard it they know it and they were there any every hearing is as if they have never heard <laughs> and you know the firstborn i said is a title is in rank priority and sovereignty the firstborn from the dead it's not just that he's born after the resurrection but it also means that he has sovereignty and supremacy over death when he died he broke the power of death and conquered death now listen today he's the firstborn of the dead that means that he has supremacy and sovereignty over, over death remember when john saw him in heaven in the encounter he said jesus told john i am he that liveth and was dead and behold I'm, I'm alive forevermore and i hold in my hands the keys of death and hades listen now death and hades the keys are in the hands of jesus that means that death he has supremacy over death why are you afraid of death why do you think the devil can kill you do you think he has the keys of death the keys of death is not in the hands of Satan; it's in the hands of jesus he has the keys of death not just the keys of death death and hades you know the difference death is the dust pan hades is the trash can <laughs> death is a dust pan when the devil collects the human race by death he'll just put them in hades to suffer but he has a keys because he has paralyzed the death dealing power of the devil for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that has the 
power of death and deliver those who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject unto bondage listen death has been overcome <laughs> oh death where is thy sting apostle paul speaks to death contentiously and asks a rhetorical question to death and death cannot answer he asks death a question oh death listen why are people afraid of corona it's not it's not fear of corona it's fear of death some people say i'm afraid of height it's not the fear of height it's the fear of death some say i'm afraid of darkness it's not the fear of darkness it's the fear of death death is a matter of four years you understand he has destroyed him that has the power of death and delivered those who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage the moment you are in fear of death your life is in bondage your life is in bondage but the bible says oh dead where is thy sting it's like a serpent whose fangs have been removed and there is no poison when you see the serpent you may run away until you are informed that listen there is no fang I can't tell you that death today has no sting. That sting is broken. That's what the Bible said. Oh, death. But this will come by revelation. That is why Apostle Paul, he had died so many times. He said, I did, I did Hebrew, so am I. I did the seed of Abraham, so am I. I did ministers of Christ. I speak as a fool. I am more. <laughs> ah, he said, I am more. In labor, it's more abundant in stripes above measure in prisons frequent in death often in death often you know when they stoned him have you when no one can withstand the jewish stoning like the way Stephen was stoned no it was their capital punishment no one survives a stoning you can't you'll be dead even the cops will die <laughs> and listen they stoned him the disciples supposedly was dead he rose up and walked away with them when Paul was in chains in Nero's prison waiting for his <laughs> he wrote a letter to the Philippians I am in a strait between two whether to depart to be with the Lord which is far better or to be with you what I will choose I don't even declare I, 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 I what not I will not even declare what I will choose nevertheless I know to be with you is far better how can they are coming to kill you but you are choosing the choice so to him the choice was not in his ex executors it was in his hands someone would say how about Stephen no Stephen wanted to go Lord into the hands I commend my spirit yeah there were those who love the Lord so much that they don't, they don't want to stay again they love the Lord they want to go that's why the Bible says women receive their dead brought to life again and some were tortured not accepting deliverance it's not deliverance it's the way for redemption it's used ten times for Christ redeeming us, not accepting redemption, deliverance, that they may obtain a better resurrection. God wanted to even, even save them from the death, but they said, Lord, we love you too much. We want to come to you. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is that today you cannot die like a chicken. Your death must glorify God. You cannot die like a chicken. You have to walk in that and as far as you are in God's purpose for your life fulfilling his will you are in the center of his will you are indestructible are there not 12 hours in a day he said ah, the Jews the Jews of late start to stone start to stone thee and you are saying we should go back again are you not afraid Jesus 
Oh, are they not 12 hours in a day? If a man walketh in the light of the world, he stumbleth not because he seeth the light that is up. What it means is that if you walk in your purpose, you are indestructible. They threatened him with, 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 with Herod. He said, with Herod, go tell that fox, I do chaos today and tomorrow, and the third day I shall be perfected. So there is no room for fears because death, death is not our termination, it's only our graduation into glory. Hallelujah. Oh, my satire. Jesus has done these things, and it's in our time. He has done it. Listen, he's the head. Is Jesus your head? Now, of course, if you are in a church, he's your head. But you know what Paul said? Listen. He was speaking to the church and some people, he said, and he said in Colossians 2.19, and not holding the head, as from whom the whole body, by joints and bands, have nourishment ministered, and being mixed together, increased with the increase of God. You must hold the head. Now, Jesus is the head, you are the body. You must know how to relate to the head by holding the head. What does it mean to hold the head? Experimentally. It's not just enough being a believer. You must hold the head because that is the place God has set him over you. He's the head over the entire church and he's your head individually. Hallelujah. Now, understand this. The head is the, is the central control of the life of the body. The head is the central control of the life of the body. And all the movement of the body are governed by the head. True or false? If I want to walk to Minister Sinclair, my head will think it and my leg will walk it. So all the movement of my body is governed by the head. Because the head is the central control of the life of the body. To say Jesus is your head and holding the head means that you don't do anything by your own initiative. Now, God wants Christ to have the preeminence. You know what it means? To have the first place in, in the church, in your life. That in all things, he might have the first place or the chief place. Now, if he is the head, you, you can't take your own initiative. He must give you the consent and the permission before. So believers are like, oh, hey, what should I do? What should I do? They make their own decisions. Make their own choices. Should I go and do master's? Um, they plan their own masters they plan their own they travel abroad wherever they want to go they can you see that's a mess you are on your you are jesus is your savior but you are your own lord no he's your savior not yet your lord not yet your lord your lord means he's your head <laughs> you can't take your own initiative your head must give you the permission that's what it means to be headed are you here because in all things he must have the first place there's a brother who traveled like that it wasn't the will of god he came back as an atheist you have no idea what you're coming back with but if the head allowed you to go you come back with a fire <laughs> the head so you must be headed Never make any major decision, even minor decision. If your spirit, if you are not led, don't do it. Never take your own decisions in life. Because you are headed. And we can understand this in the context of marriage better. Like 1 Corinthians 11, verse 10, 
for this cause cause ought the woman to have power over her head because of the angels that's marriage the bible speaks of head covering because of the angels the angels are present in your marriages the woman ought to have power over her head because of the angel many people don't know the, the, the reason for that you know what it means the woman must have power over her head that means the woman must conceal her head because of the angels God is teaching us a lesson but God is using the woman but in principle it applies to all of us also before you married you had your own head wherever you want to go I can go I can make my own choices hallelujah <laughs> I want to go to KFC wow all right let's go I want to go here oh, all right let's go that's what some people think the marriage is a bondage <laughs> but it's not it's a bond not a bondage <laughs> I want to go here oh. but the moment you enter the marital institution look at it when you, you enter to love prison yeah it's a good one uh -huh. it's a good prison <laughs> When you enter into the marriage, your husband now is your head. You can also maintain your head. Otherwise, you'll be a monster. So who is now leading? Who is now leading? Because you have two heads. There will be a problem in the home if there are two heads. So he said the woman ought to cover her head. So you conceal yourself saying, in this union, I'm headless. I conceal my head. I hide it and acknowledge you as my head. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> so so you see so you you cover you have your head there but you said for the sake of this union for the lord's sake i hide it i conceal it and now as i do i am headless i take you as my head <laughs> The Bible said, the woman must have this power. The woman, the woman must have this power. Not because of herself, but because of the angels. You know why? God assigned angels to every Christian marriage. For their learning in their institution, the tutelage, they learn. Because in the angelic dispensation, the problem God had was the problem of authority. Angels rebelled against his authority. So one third came down. In a human dispensation, Adam rebelled against God's authority. God has had problem of authority and submission. Now he has gotten the church, which is the ultimate. Nothing can be improved beyond the church. The church cannot be improved because it is Christ. Can Christ be improved? No, that's his body. <laughs> There's nothing beyond. <laughs> so now, God now wants to write a statement. What he couldn't attain or obtain in the previous dispensations he want to get it in his church and he has set a principle he has an institution and he is bringing observing angels to learn what they couldn't attain in their time so he has set the home as a university for angels to observe so when a wife submits to his husband angels are not learning and they now begin to serve the heirs of salvation better by what they are observing <laughs> hallelujah praise god hmm is the same principle of you saying Christ is your head it doesn't mean that the woman has no will no choice it means that when you're making any major decision remember that you have a head so consult with him uh -huh. 
don't just make a decision independent of your husband it doesn't mean the husband should oppress and rule no that's not what it is yes we are spiritual men speaking in spiritual language hallelujah yeah consult if he doesn't approve just wait and discuss it and see his mind also it doesn't mean you should rule your wife hey stop sit down as if she's a robot no that's not what it, 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 Christ your head that is that what he does to you <laughs> hallelujah so brethren Jesus is our head hallelujah every decision we make in life we consult him he leads us so the moment is your head now listen you are brought into submission and authority so we have the direct authority which is Jesus but if you are a member of the body you are brought into indirect submission to an authority above you that's why if you are the finger we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones so you can be the finger if you are the finger automatically you submit under the hand and if you are the hand you submit under the arm if you are the arm you submit to the shoulder if you are the shoulder you submit submit to the neck the neck submit to the chin the chin submit to the mouth the mouth submit to the nose the, and on the nose submit to the eyes so whoever and wherever you are you are brought into submission and authority this is the institution of God's government you can do nothing about it it's authority not power so God has set and tempered the body when he places you you can do nothing about it he may be he may have been an usher and you were the president but now that is God's arrangement just it doesn't mean he's more powerful than you can you say oh I wish I'm the eyes and you are the nose you are trying to see don't try to see as the nose that's why he has set some as apostles many are trying to do what they are not wired to do <laughs> teachers want to be prophet pastors want to be evangelists everybody wants to be what he is not called to do why don't you take your place and be where he placed you to be <laughs> that's a cause of disunity in the body just be where you are and that's beautiful and your authority has brought you under just be there because submitting to him is submitting to the head see the one reason why there's disunity in the church is because we are not holding the head as paul said listen if you have a living fellowship with the head you wouldn't have any problem with another member for instance if i'm holding this one i want to raise this one now my head communicate with my hand to take this one because it's a fellowship it's a spontaneous outflow of life between the head and the hand and head now communicate with the hand to take the podium but if the left hand has problem with the right hand there are some little, little grudges among them but because the left hand is connected to the head the right hand is trying to lift it but the head also communicate to the left hand to give helping hand to the right hand hallelujah it's not a matter of this one asking this one it's a matter of the head speaking to this one then together they lift the podium why because they are all connected to the head so if we are properly connected to the head we'll be properly connected to each other so the problem of you and me having problem will dissolve if all of us are connected to the head praise god so on your part it will be easier let the problem be the other person's part but as, as much as it lies in you he said as much live at peace with all men so go the farthest extent you can by his grace <laughs> hallelujah 
and being the body understand this when you're a member of the body you are brought into service listen whatever all the the senses are connected to the head sight hearing tasting what again they are all connected to the head so understand that if i want to go and take this book from pastor sinclair's where he is take the book from him my head will communicate to me to go and take the book the head will communicate to the, to the leg can the head go and take the book no the head can never go and take the book it takes the leg to walk and it takes the hand to pick the book jesus is the head he's doing nothing on earth all that we are doing we are expressing his life we are the expression of all that he wants to become so we are his legs we are his hands he is the glorious head in the heavens whatever he, he wants whatever he wants to, to do on earth is through us we are the hands of jesus remember that the, the, the story i gave you last time the, during the world war the village in france they had a wonderful statue of jesus and it got broken after the war the members of the church came together to, to rebuild the statue they found all the pieces but when they built everything it was left with the hands and the, this beautiful piece they didn't know what to do so someone came with a, bro a bronze plug and the person wrote i have no i have no hands but yours T today jesus is saying he has no hands but yours because he's the head you are the hands of christ that means that when it comes to laboring and serving in the kingdom it's not him it's you whatever he wants to do we are the expression we are the movement we do, we do it but he leads us and we do it hallelujah brethren as a church may you acknowledge jesus and may you put him first in a preeminent place first in your business first in your marriage first in your money listen that in all things he might have the preeminence this is the father's will whatever is if christ is not first in anything then he's nowhere if you take your money look at him first now consider your tithe first consider your offerings consider the part that is going to him let it be your joy not because you are compelled let it be your joy because you love him and you are serving him lord i love you this is what i have for you hallelujah yeah give to the lord the glory that is due his name bring an offering and call upon his name so your offering is the glory due his name it is joy this is your place your time you give him the first place but some of you are giving social media the preeminence social media is having a preeminence count the number of times you are on your phone if you like I calculate the hours per day and count the number of times you open the scriptures to meditate he must have the preeminence he must have the first place if you were to keep give the scripture such attention you give your phone you should have been a spiritual giant by now I'm telling you hallelujah brethren I'm not condemning you how can I I'm provoking you and I'm stirring up your pure minds by way of remembrance. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to buy clothes. The Spirit inspires you to buy some for others. Let him have the first place. <laughs> Let him have the first place. You have a house. He wants you to take some people and house them. Let him be the first place. First of all, the house is even for him. The problem is that you think it's for you but he has the chief place in all things now listen the bible says he gave him to be the head over all things to the church and has put all things under his feet 
and get him now christ is going to practically rule over all things but first god is making him rule over the, over the church that the church will rule over all things now we must be willing first so that the effects can touch the world hallelujah see christ is first and his chief in every place of my life everywhere in your relationship he must be chief yeah you are considering a spouse and the first thing you are thinking is a guy who has money the first thing you are thinking of is a guy who has a house the first does a guy has a freezer <laughs> yeah he'll turn you into fish and he'll you get frozen there's a guy has this does he have enough money which does he have a good job wrong question to begin with the first question is is he in the presence of god <laughs> and christians and ladies consider everything but they don't consider a man who loves him and who knows him they prefer a man who has made it outside there it's just a matter of time your troubles will come irresistibly and i have to look for prayer warriors to cry day and night and such prayers to the noisily answered <laughs> oh my god because see, if christ has the chief place then you are in this original purpose of god that is the primary mandate of god for us Look, your children. So people are so enthused about the education of their children that they want their children to be so educated that they are concerned about their children having high knowledge. But let me tell you something. The priority is your children knowing the Bible. Teach them about the stories of the Bible. Let them know about the stories of the Bible. Let them know about the story of Elijah, about the story of Jonah. Let them get to know the stories. And let them know Jesus is much more important than all the things they will ever know. But Christian put that second, but this should be first. I'm not saying they should not learn academic stuff. It's good, but not don't make the first thing the second thing. When first things are first, the second things come to their proper place. Let it be first. Yeah. When you wake up, give the best of your strength to Jesus and give the remainder to the world. Let your eyes burn with love for Jesus. In all things, the chief place. One day we'll walk with him physically. We'll walk with him. And we'll be talking about these days. We'll walk with him. I want you to have a good story on that day. All our stories will be retold on that day. All our stories are part of the story of Christ. In Come on, begin to love him. We have ended. Just love him. Ma toast Where Christ is not first in your business, in your marriage, your business, have a way to make him first. I see some businesses even tighten to Jesus. Say, so have a way to make him first in your family, in your children. In all things, he must have the preeminence. Nada, nada, nada. Stick, Christ. Just love him. Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, just love him. Oh Jesus. Every decision you will ever make, don't take your own initiative. 
before the head because life flows from the head and where there is life there is authority Oh, love him, love him, love him, love him. She brast the praise the stirred. Marando system baro ando bakato. It's so nice if Jesus is the first. Maroka system bakatalaga. Ole bashekele basti peketeche. Makateche, makateche. Come on, be in your spirit. You want to love Jesus. You want to love Jesus. <laughs> he is before all things. He is before all things. And by him all things consist. Come on, love him. The love of your soul. Love him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.